0: Hi everybody and welcome back to This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland and not a lot for me to say this week as an intro because I am just back off vacation and I'm really getting back into the swing of things. However, I do have a great interview lined up for you with Nadia Bayer-Thomas. If you're listening to some real time, I want to let you know that the July cohort of the Change Your Career Without the Financial Fear program, my free five day program that helps you navigate the start of your career change or mid career change kicks off the 4th of July and if you want to be included in this month's cohort just head over to my website jannysutherland.com and sign up from there all you need to do is dedicate 30 minutes a day to answer the exercises have one group conversation with me and you'll take it from there so I really do hope to see you in the next cohort but just remember we do this every month so if you miss July we'll be around for August So let me hand you over to this week's episode, this week's great interview with Nadia Bayer-Thomas and take care. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland, career strategist the black woman over 40. So my guest this week, my guest this week is all the way from Trinidad and Tobago and it is Nadia Bayer-Thomas. She's a director of business operations and a consultant with 17 years of government and private sector experience. Now, she why am I talking to her? Well, she has trans- transitioned from the corporate world to being a business owner, uh, a, a journey I know very, very well. And she's the co-director of 800 Tech Limited, where she's at the forefront, developing HR solutions that tie seamlessly into each department of an organization. So I'm really keen to hear about Nadia's journey. Nadia, welcome and thank you for joining us this week. Thank you for having me, Janice. It's really a pleasure. Excellent, excellent. So I'll start with the question I always start with. Tell us about your journey, a little bit about your journey and how you got to where
1: you are today. Well, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, As you mentioned before, I was in the corporate sector um, on the fast track, so to speak, gearing up for a major managerial position, and then I became pregnant. Right, And at that point in time, it was my first baby. Um, This was roughly about 13 years ago. And it was my first baby. And I came to the realization very quickly that the amount of time spent in the corporate sector, balancing that as a mother just would not work out well because I'm a workaholic by nature. I I just love to work. I love to be busy. Mm -hmm. I love to be active. And we I came to this intersection in my life where I realized, okay, what do I do now? Because I really wanted motherhood and I wanted to really embrace it in its fullest Mm. while I also still wanted very much to work because the idea of just sitting home and taking care of a baby absolutely is not for me. (laughs) So I wanted to have my cake and I wanted to eat it simultaneously. And luckily for me. My husband um, had already established himself in the tele- in the technology industry. At that point in time, we were known as Southern Technology Limited. And he said to me, "Listen, if this is what you want, come join. Come come across. Let's start that initiative." I was scared beyond measure because one, I'm now working with my spouse, which has its own amount of competition. I'm going to come to that. With it. I'm going to
0: ask about that. <laughs>
1: And two, the concept of there is no longer a guaranteed salary. Because mm. as you know, once mm. you're working for someone, if you're sick, if you're well, if you're on yeah. vacation, it doesn't matter. At the end of the month, there is definitely yeah. a salary hitting your bank account. Yeah. When you're working for yourself, it's on you. Mm. So that transition, coupled with the transition of going from being a mother for the first time, was significant but I left I did it because I understood the importance of what I wanted out of my life at that point in time and the importance of where I was so I left straight into the family business straight into motherhood simultaneously Mm -hmm. and with my crazy self only did one month of full-on maternity leave where I was home resting with baby and then I grabbed up um, a plate pen grabbed up a play pen, grabbed up the, ba- the bottle warmers, <laughs> and I marched myself off to the office <laughs> by the second month because I was like, this is enough counting one to ten and enough doing ABC. My mind felt like it was slowing down. Yeah. So I needed that that excitement of the corporate sector again, yeah. that excitement of the work environment. Yeah. And that was my transition. So I had baby on one arm and I was doing meetings on the next side. And my baby was in the corner in the playpen yeah. sleeping yeah. and I was functioning yeah. and I was happy for the most part. But it was yeah. very, very, very challenging for nice. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. So a few things, probably a th- few things I've picked up when I just, mm-hmm. just listened to that. Um, so the first thing you talked about was the fact that you, yes, you wanted to be a mother, but yeah. you didn't want to be the stay at home mother. And I under I understand and I understand that I had my children way 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 long ago, um, and mm-hmm. I, and I, and to be to be honest at that point I didn't have the option of whether I was going to be a stay at home mom or not, but I mm-hmm. also knew I wanted a, I wanted a career, and the career doesn't yes. stop just because um, we were having we're having children, so 100%. Was, so, so you know. How did you, and, and it's, 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 it's interesting because some people say, oh, selfish. Oh, you know, you split your mother first. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, and there, there's a, there, there is that camp. There is yes. that camp. So how do you balance the fact that, yes, I want to be a career, I want to be a career, want to have a career, be a career woman, yes. but I also want to be a mother too. How do you balance the two, if it's at all possible? Because, again, I don't like that word balance either.
1: And it's not. And you're absolutely correct. It's not a balance. Um, I just it took a while for me to discover that. Yeah. Because I got into thinking, I can hold all the balls and juggle all of them at the same time. Yeah. It's not going to be a problem, because you know I have I've always had that belief that if I put my mind it, I can do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. But that a, a baby is a live, growing, active <laughs> human that doesn't care if you have a meeting, doesn't care if you have a hundred things on your desk and wants to lick down everything on your desk. Yeah, yeah, And I must say it was a mental struggle for me to come to the realization that I can have it all, but not at the same time. Fabulous. The second time I've heard that today. You know, it's really uncanny. And yeah. I
0: think that's the great way to look at it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't get there honestly by myself. Yeah. It was my sister and my husband saying to me, At some point in time, you need to let the baby go to this, the daycare. Right. You need to let the baby. Yeah. You need yeah. to start to carve all those imaginary lines. Yeah. Where this is your time to do your work and it doesn't make you any less of a mom and it doesn't yeah. mean that you're not doing it the right way. And while your logical mind is telling you they're 100% correct, your emotive side is mm. like, oh my God, what does that mean? How did mm. you know and so I went through that tailspin for a bit. yeah and then eventually I was like, okay, for me to move forward, I have to do this. Mm. And the first week was hard. Yeah. The first week I probably left the office about three times. I jumped in my car and I literally just drove to the daycare yeah. yeah. to yeah. see what my child was doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But very quickly I began to realize, oh, I can get serious four hours, six hours of yeah. concentrated time done. I can really be productive, that I can switch off and I can go into full mommy mode yeah. and yeah. take yeah. baby, take yeah. baby home. Yeah. Spend. And I think... Um, me coming to terms with that was yeah. a huge difference. It yeah. w- its enough for somebody to tell you, but you've got to feel that. You've it's got to true. feel that yeah. Yeah. that shift yeah. within yourself to realize, okay, this is how it works. This is how I can get full-on being um, the businesswoman, the professional I want to be, yeah. and full-on being the mom and balancing the two yeah. and yeah. giving that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And what women don't realize, what you've what you've expressed there is creating boundaries. Yeah. It's creating, it's yeah. not just about creating boundaries, you know, in the workplace or saying no mm-hmm. to work. Sometimes it's creating boundaries for yourself in order mm-hmm. for you to actually get to, to, to do what you need to do. And I've always exactly. said, you know, I think in my book, In This Woman Can, the No BS Guy for Women Who Lead, um, I talk about creating boundaries with your children. And there was mm-hmm. like, oh. <gasps> How could you, my children? I'm like, but you need you. You,
1: you, need you to, you're, an,
0: you're an individual before yeah. your child came along, and that doesn't yeah. stop because you have children. You're still an individual, and it still needs to be recognised. So I, you know, I'm really glad you came to that consensus and worked it out. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's definitely tough. Definitely, definitely tough. Definitely tough.
1: It's it's tough. It's a journey. It takes time, and it takes you really processing each step yeah realizing okay when I did this what did that translate to at the end of the day now I have this done now I can spend time with my baby not thinking oh my god I have this to finish and that to finish because I've got so it's really you almost like a constant self-introspection okay so I can do a little bit more of this is the baby okay is it well fed yeah 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 those things yeah but it takes time and every Person has their own individual journey yeah. to yeah. get to that point. Yeah, so yeah. understand that.
0: So, so Nadia, thank you for that. So, let me ask you a question: Who's the boss in the business?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a tough one. I think it depends a lot on uh, um, what the the subject matter is. Yeah, I think that's a better way to put it. Yeah, um, because. In the, On paper, very much my husband because he's the managing director of the business.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But depending on what the focus is, when it comes to this, the HR issues, the marketing issues, um, the administrative yeah. m- management, that falls under my 40. Right. But when it comes to um, dealing with a customer on the technological side, yeah. that's yeah. his expertise. Yeah. Yeah. And even that took some time to carve that line down and say this is where you sit and this is where I sit and giving giving each other that space to allow us to to be who who we are at best yeah because very much before I stepped into the business he ran the show right so now with me coming in it's for him to recognize, okay, I can release why while, while he may be saying I'm releasing this, he's still holding it. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. like, give me this, I can handle it, you know? Yeah, so there yeah. was that pulling and tugging and adjusting. But I mean, it again took some time, but we're now at the point where, okay, this is your wheelhouse, this is my wheelhouse. Mm. And we so we we and what we've done is very much structure it 100% like a business so we have management meetings yeah so yeah we live together but no we don't talk business then because that's not management meeting time yeah Yeah. Yeah. so on your schedule like how you'd make an appointment with a client we have a slot for management meetings where we will sit and we will discuss and there's an agenda and so when you structure it very much like that it helps to again continue to carve those boundaries and those very clear lines of yes. what we'll speak about when we're home is yeah. yeah. what we will yeah. not speak about and it really helps but again that takes time, it takes it, time. it's not yeah. You, yeah you don't just pop up and say hey this is what we're gonna do no it's yeah. recognizing when you're stepping on each other's toes yeah. taking a minute stepping back and saying yeah. you know what this is really your sweet spot and it isn't mine yeah. Yeah. you run with it that kind of, yeah,
0: yeah, I totally understand, and it really is about what you're saying there is playing to each other's strengths. Because I, my, yes. I my own, my husband and I, we have another business, and mm-hmm. I've always, in everything I've done, I've, I've I mean, pretty much I've had a leadership role. You know, I was a CEO of a telecoms company, and now I'm, we you now I'm working the business, and it's like, okay, how do I not, or you know, for a better word, throw my weight around. You know, because, yes. because I have been so used to making these decisions or mm-hmm. taking the lead. And now this is a it's, – it's a partnership. You know, it's, yeah, a, yes. it's a partnership. And I also respect that there's some things his but he's far better at than I am. He's far better mm-hmm. at customer service than I'll, I'll ever be. I do not have the patience. You know, <laughs> I, I – hands up. I, I said I can't deal with the customers. But in the back end, when it comes to technology and the processes and the systems mm-hmm. – Yes. Yeah. It can't, it can't fall, you know, he can't, can't match me on that. So, like you said, you (laughs) find, you step into where you find your strengths and, you know, where you need to kind of step down or learn from each other. And I love the fact that you talk about having those boundaries, you know. So, again, it'd be very easy for you to talk about work 24 seven when it's actually, it's our me time. It's our we time. It's our we time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fabulous, fabulous. Fabulous. So, Nadia, what would you say is the best thing about your mid career change?
1: I think the best thing would be the flexibility that it's given me. Right. Um, because I am able to now travel when I need to travel, spend time with my kids when I need to spend time with my kids, spend time with my husband when I need to spend time with him, and also spend time with me, which yeah. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to realize how important that part was because yeah. we we're so accustomed, taking care of everyone, Absolutely. focusing on everyone, checking in with everyone yes. and not checking in on ourselves. Yeah. But for me, that became so important. I didn't have to wait on, okay, when is my vacation? Um, I can only do this on the weekend. If mm-hmm. I recognize that I was at mm-hmm. a moment where I had enough, I could say, you know what? I'm going to take yeah. these two days yeah. and I'm just going to go and take a hiatus yeah. and recalibrate and, and come back in and check back in after that. Yeah. Um, events that my kids would have that I normally would not be able to attend mm-hmm. to. If I was working for someone, I can go, I can go spend a whole day and, mm-hmm. and be mummy, <laughs> wear my mummy hat and be hundred percent mummy and, and get hundred percent involved. So for me, those things mattered yeah because I really wanted to strike that balance between having that abundance of family yeah. time yeah. whilst yeah. still not losing myself yes. my, that professional yes. hat yes. that I wore and I love to wear yeah. you know yeah, yeah. so yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you mentioned though as we started talking about some of the challenges that mm-hmm. you know that you went
1: through, would you could you share a couple of those? I think for me, um, as I mentioned before, the first challenge was just, first of all, creating that boundary when I initially had my, my first, my first um, child, um, it's Mateus, And really understanding that not being there did not mean that I wasn't a good mom didn't mean that I was giving him the short end of the stick, so yeah. to speak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I had to deal with that. I had to deal with trying to, as I as you know, as I suggested, be there and for everyone, but not be there for me. So yeah. I'm trying to be hundred percent mommy, trying to be hundred percent wife, trying to be hundred yeah. percent businesswoman, because in in your quest to show that you can do it all and yeah. be yeah. all and and It's not what I realized. It wasn't about me trying to prove that to anybody else but me because nobody else was looking for it. Exactly. Nobody else was looking for it. It was just me saying, if I'm saying I can do it all, then I'm going to run around and do it all. And that was a battle within itself to come to that realization that you're fighting with you. Yeah. You're battling with you. No one else is asking this of you. No one else is expecting this of you yeah so that for me was huge um and that's why I'm saying you know having my my sister there at that point in time and my husband there at that point in time to say it's okay yeah. you can let go of this yeah. piece
0: yeah
1: and yeah. every that was big you know um adjusting to working with my husband was a huge <laughs> challenge you know and just as you you shared being accustomed being in your own space paddling your own canoe and now there is that that adjustment of I'm your wife but I'm also an authority on certain things and you know understanding that him disagreeing with me isn't him usurping my authority but him saying this is what my position is and being mindful of the difference and being because you would sit in a regular meeting and somebody disagrees with you and you're fine with it. Yeah. But when it's somebody that you're yeah. in a relationship with, it's like, <laughs> oh, you're using that to get, you t- know, you're using leverage. But no, you know, so e- even, and and I may say it in a very simplistic way, but there's a lot of mental heavy lifting involved to get to that point of understanding yeah. the difference between this is not you using leverage but this is you just stating your position
0: yeah yeah me yeah.
1: stating my position and coming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah i think for me those were the two big ones fabulous. adjusting fabulous.
0: and i just want to add to that when you said about you know you, you you want to do it you want to do it all the thing about you and, and, and it's you and yourself telling you you're doing it all i was i was laughing because i was thinking yeah because nobody knows you're doing it all Nobody no. knows what doing all is, you know. And if you and if you said, you know, I'm doing it all to something, they go, well, doing doing all of what? You know, no mm-hmm. one notices what you've done per se. You know, it's just you doing what you do, but you feel you have to do it, you have to do everything. Yes. And yeah. um, dare I say it to a certain level of perfection.
1: Yeah. 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 So additional yeah. pressure. <laughs> um painfully and positively so (laughs) (laughs) fabulous 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 fabulous.
0: so you you know you've you've been so you've been successful in the process you know Mm -hmm. otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation right now Nadia but where how has failure because I know we know come on we know yes there's there's a rosy side but there's a not so rosy side so how has failure made a positive difference in your life
1: I think what it did is make me realize um, it's not failure in the sense of you're not good enough for this, but it's more telling me perhaps this is not your path, which is different. Right. Because at some point in time, you have to say, okay, I've tried this once. Yeah. I've tried it again. Yeah. If it's not working out, maybe this is not for you maybe you need to revisit okay what not first because you think okay what am i not doing right you do the whole you know introspection and you're looking at it what am i not doing right what do i need yeah. to do correctly and you go back and forth and you say perhaps this is just not for me yeah perhaps yeah. i'm supposed to be somewhere else doing something mm. different mm. not necessarily better but different yeah. and for me um a lot of times when i don't succeed at something i say, okay, let's see. Is it that I was supposed to do it differently? Is it, what was my process? Yeah. And if my process wasn't, if my process was on point, then perhaps this wasn't for me.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so there's a lot of, for me personally, self-talk of, okay, is this right? Did I do everything I could possibly do? Did I look at it from all possible angles? I I have that, that conversation yeah. with myself. And if I know to myself, I've done it to the best yeah. Yeah. and still know, okay, is this where I should sit? Oh, nice. Should I look at a totally different yeah. um perspective position? And that is what failure has done for me. It is awakened that kind of analysis in me. It's not, and again, in the beginning it was the be of oh my God, I'm I'm a hot mess, you know. But eventually, you begin to realize, okay, it's deeper than that. It's something more than that, and you start. But this comes with age. This comes with time. This comes with understanding who you are as a person. Yeah, very much. Very much. So,
0: so thanks, that. Thanks, that Nadia. So, but if you had to start over from scratch, knowing what you know now, (laughs) what would you do differently?
1: I think um, I would be kinder to myself. Okay. I think the conversations that I have with myself at that point in time would be kind of Right. Recognizing now that I was okay. Recognizing now that that was my best. Recognizing now that this is literally just a journey that you have to go through yeah. to reach to where you are. Yeah. Because each stumbling block, each challenge in hindsight, I recognize how this informs where I am right now. Back mm-hmm. then, of course, you can't see it, but 2020 is a hell of a thing. Yes, And, you know, so for me, um, it's really that more that conversation because I know how much growing up, I would beat up on myself for certain things. And now you realize how much that experience was needed
0: Mm, mm, that's a great that's a great answer that's a great answer so so finish this sentence for me please um my best career advice for other women at midlife is
1: my best career advice for other women at midlife is that there is nothing like a work-life balance (laughs) there's nothing like it uh, you know, um i'm can i i've flip twisted it yeah it it does not exist, yeah. you can have it all as I mentioned before, but you can't with it all at the same time. Yeah. it's just not possible unless you literally want to burn out, yeah, but you yeah. cannot have it all at the same time, yeah, yeah. and I think if we I think because, you know, I mean, we we bandy that around in society all the time. Work-life balance, work-life balance. Mm -hmm. But so it creates that mental, um, it provokes our mental basically to think, hey, yeah, I can juggle this and juggle that. Not at the same time. Right. Definitely not at the same time. It's just not feasible for you to have a healthy and a whole life. It simply isn't.
0: So, so wait so let, let me ask you a question then so when you have to make um that decision you know and there's a lot of there's work pressures because we know there's still deadlines even though it's your own business there's still gonna be oh, yes. deadlines and pressures mm-hmm. there's still going to be the demands mm-hmm. from family and you know and being a mm-hmm. partner all that kind of stuff how do you what's your decision how do you decide
1: which takes priority for me um priority is always family okay it actually is always family, um, but I am a hell of a planner So <laughs> I and because I really don't want that collision, course, right? Right. So I'm the person that would plan a family vacation six months to eight months in advance. Yeah. So it's planned with all accommodation tickets are done. Um, everybody, it's well coordinated. An itinerary of what we're going to do every day. Yeah. Yeah, And that's blocked off. So then I now know from this date to this date, it's blocked off. So when I'm planning out my project that I'm doing during the year, my project will end at a particular time, giving me the space if it was over. Yeah, And then I have that lag time for my vacation. So that's what I do to make yeah. sure. I mean, there are occasions, yes, where it will lap over. But even when it laps over, I do the family time and then I come back and I pop my laptop at whatever hour <laughs> and I get the work done. So the client is in compromise, right. but my personal time is used to, to cover, which I know is not always the best plan of action, but we also still need to be mindful of our bills to pay. Yeah. So I would pop my laptop, get the work done for the client. But normally that's how I treat with it. I way in advance, six yeah. months in advance, eight yeah. months in advance. And I coordinate, I mean, it's, they laugh at me, but it works. It, I'm the, I'm the project planner. I'm yeah. the Excel spreadsheet. You yeah. know, how do we get this done so that everybody could be at the same place at the same time? That's what I pretty much do to yeah. make it work. I hear that. So the I organization from work spills yeah. over into, yeah. into my personal life very much. So, Fair. yeah. Excellent. So Nadia, what are the
0: three things you've learned about yourself during your career?
1: There's three things I've learned is that I'm a lot more emotional than I thought. Okay. (laughs) That's number one. Um, Yeah, I I didn't realize how much until, um, you know, employees would come and they would share their stories with you. Right. You know, seeking your, especially when you're, I don't know if it's because you're a woman or because you are, they look at you as, um, someone of, with more knowledge and more, mm. you know, I, I don't know what the perspective is, but when they would share their stories with you and it's almost as though like you're walking in their shoes. Right. And I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> what's yeah, happening? Yeah. yeah. You know, but I did not recognize how much it would impact and affect mm-hmm. me to the point where I would remember every detail. I would remember to check on you. I would right. remember. Remember you, you know, and that side of me, I was surprised about because I was always very much, okay, the, yes, we are colleagues, but mm. not to that extent. But I have recognized that when you reach out to me, it's a totally different right. um, experience and relationship that is shared.
0: No.
1: I've also realized um, I am very much, the leader that rules up their sleeves and gets in home. Um, mm. I'm very much into that. I don't subscribe to, okay, do da 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 da, da. No. Okay, how can I help make this work so yeah. that we can get the best possible outcome? I'm very much into that. Um, And I think um, it gives you a different kind of camaraderie with your, with your team. Yeah. When they realize you're not just, giving orders which you're actually there in the trenches yeah. um very much into okay if something goes wrong i take the hit for it yeah i will not say well you know i had john doing this da, da, da. Mm. i will not do that i will take the hit i would stand and, and i think it's because growing up the managers that i had were very much that right. so you know you emulate what you like yes yeah and i was like wow and, and that's when I was in the trenches learning. So you're butting your head a lot. Yeah, and yeah. I saw my manager like, um, this falls under me. So therefore, if you need to deal with somebody, deal with me. And I'm like, but I messed up. And mm-hmm. he would never come at me, he would never like chastise me. Yeah, And I found that was so amazing to see mm-hmm. somebody that this is my responsibility ultimately and I will take it. Right. And I've really subscribed to that. So I'm very much that. Anytime there is anybody putting their head any sort of challenge, okay, I take responsibility for it. You have a grouse, deal deal with me. Then I will have that conversation later on. So, you know, that's another. Um, the, The third one would be the ability to 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 listen, right? And I think people don't understand the importance of that mm. because sometimes it's not what is said, but what is not said yeah. that is important in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that comes with experience, with time, yeah. recognizing really when someone comes to you and they're sharing. It's not just literally the words coming out of their mouth, but the body language, what yeah, is not being yeah, said, yeah. what you know, what they're hinting at. Yeah. Um, those are the things. Those are the, the skills that really um, that have guided me quite a bit, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're right. It's, you know, it's not listening; it's hearing. So you could be listening yeah. to somebody, but are you hearing what's being said? You know, yeah. and that and that's, yeah. that's it. and it. And the first one, is you empathy, you empathetic. That's what it. That's yeah. what it is. Not emotional. You yeah. empathy. You have good <laughs> empathy. <laughs> so so my so my almost last question, Nadia. Uh, what mm. does success feel like to you? For me,
1: success feels like discomfort and it feels
0: did you say discomfort
1: i did okay all right i did discomfort and it feels like progress at the same time okay and because to move from one point to the next which i've recognized in my life it meant that i had to step out in some way Mm. whether Whatever it may be, whether it is that, um, because it's the change, change from, okay, I was this yesterday, this is who I'm going to become next day or next month or whatever the case is. And that shift, whether the shift is, okay, I'm now going to be exercising this particular way or I'm now Mm -hmm. going to be putting in this amount of studies or whatever it is, that discomfort or disruption in my spirit and my energy, I have to go through that. Right. there's no there's no easy slick way of dodging mm-hmm. that bullet and I've recognized that if I want to progress if I want to see a different version of myself in whatever aspect of my life it is whether it's academia or whether because I still do courses I still get mm-hmm. out there and do I see no reason to stop whether it's academia whether it's in my my physical health exercising mm-hmm. yeah. whatever it may be there is that period of discomfort and disruption that I must go through to get to the next side so for me I know it's an odd response (laughs) but it's discomfort and then that that progress that I see that growth spurt that I see and then I look back I go okay I can do this now (laughs) I understand this now and that excites me but it also scares me because I I don't know how intent that discomfort is going to have to right. be or that disruption is going to have right. to be okay. you
0: know? great, aunt, great mm-hmm. answer great answer um, and you please know that was my last official question oh. if, <laughs> if people want to connect with you know more about your business Nadia how can they how can they do that or are any great projects coming up that you may you might want to share with the listening audience
1: well in terms of connecting with the business we have our website which is www.800 dash tech dot com i am on linkedin as nadia Bayer Thomas, so you can just search me up and i'm on linkedin and you will get a lot of good information about our company and right now um yeah. as a business technology company we're aggressively into digital transformation um covid has trusted us even more so Into it. we yeah. were there before but it's trusted us even more so into it uh right now we're doing because many companies as you know on a financially equipped to take that leap. So we're aggressively doing subscription-based digital transformation where you can now um, become digitally ready on a subscription program where you pay monthly. Uh, We have from six months to as much as 36 months payment plan that you can utilize to become digitally ready. So therefore, it doesn't really hit your watch online as intensely as if it's a one-off project. So we've found creative ways to really help a lot of companies become technology ready digitally ready
0: fantastic fantastic and i'll be sure to put all the links in the show notes so uh, any interested listeners can contact you directly so nadia that was my last question thank you so much for being my guest on this woman can
1: thank you for having me janice it was indeed a pleasure thank you
0: Hey Fabulous, have you joined my private group This Woman Can yet? It's a community for mid-career black women who are unafraid to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, build and share power without shortchanging their life. The This Woman Can community is a virtual space where black women over 40 can connect freely, share their thoughts, get support with career challenges, network and hang out with like-minded women. No woman should feel like they need to figure out everything on their own. You deserve a group of women you can trust, who understand what you're going through and who genuinely want to help you succeed. Apart from this team in your corner, This Woman Can will share tools specifically geared to women looking to keep moving on the up and up in their careers and their mid-lives. In other words, it's the place where you, me and fellow mid-career women speak our truth, share our successes, advise on best practices and get inspired. Head over to Janissutherland.com and click the join community and I'll see you there because I would love to have you be part of it.